Hello and welcome to the version sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts. Here, maybe how it's coming through, I don't know. Uh, Joe froze up, so that's fucking not good. But oh, we're here. God damn it! How about Joe? You take over now, because this is now officially your show. All right. Uh, hello, everybody. This is uh, Joe. We're here for episode. I don't know what number, uh, but we got a lot of them. And uh, Tom uh, having issues with his internet yet again after he's consulted everybody in the greater Houston area about what he should do and they all told him he should just go fuck himself and uh, so that's what he's been doing today uh, let's see this week how's my week gone it was busy again still a busy week and then uh, I went and set up at dark hour haunted house because they were having a market in their parking lot and it was the first time they've done this, so you never know what to expect. I wasn't expecting as many people to show up as they did. Uh, it was a good day. And uh, our old buddies, Eric and Joe, Horror Hollocks guys, they went out there. So it was good to see them again. And uh, maybe we'll be seeing, seeing old Steve next week in Houston since he lives there, you know. That is and, uh, not going to happen, I can guarantee that. All right. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, I know. Tom, it's in a brewery, after all. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he puts us to shame. Uh, how was your week, Tom? Oh, you know, I uh, I went to AT&T to look at that new internet, like I said I was going to do. and Now, website lied. They don't service my area. Turns out I only have one other option. And uh, the reliability is worse than I have now. I'm one of the lucky ones to have been able to get the internet that I have. Which, I mean, I do live not in a major city. But it's not fucking out the fuck there. It's five minutes off a highway. It's not like fucking, you know, oh, you go down this road, turn, you go 20 miles deep into the woods. Like, I'm literally in a fucking city that they're building up now. The news actually, like, names it as one of their cities when they do the news, like, on the traffic thing and on the weather and all that shit. So it's not like I'm fucking 10, 20 years ago. Sure, I would give you that. But it's literally five minutes off the highway. And LTE internet is the best I can get. <laughs> this shit says it needs like fucking five upload to fucking work. Okay. StreamYard that is. Oh, I was running this earlier. I got a three something. So right now, I'm using my phone, which, uh, you know, as we spoke about, sometimes I'll get the calls when people are trying to call me. Sometimes I won't. Same with texts. My sister will send me a text. I won't get it till four hours later. She has to fucking Facebook call me. That's more reliable 
than the fucking phone service I pay for. So right now, you know, I just turned my phone into a mobile hotspot. Ouch. Just too hot to touch. So before I ran the fucking thing, and it was like, oh, shit, it's at about a seven upload. That's terrific. And then Joe and I, we came into the old studio, as StreamYard calls it. And, uh, you know, little ticker that says, ah, your internet connection, shit, bud. You should look into that. So I said, all right, Joe, hold on a second. Let me run this old test again. Now this fucking thing was running at a three. Oh, terrific. But luckily, I bought an adapter, you see, because laptops don't have Ethernet ports anymore, or at least the one I have does not. So uh, a little adapter, USB thing, click it in there. Ooh, this connection so much more stable. I guess I'm going back to the phone. So now we're back using the phone. Uh, Joe says the video shit, but at least the audio's coming through. So hmm, December's the month for it to fucking happen. The long month. But the days go by so fast. How could that be? <laughs> Anyways, speaking of the uh, couple tomatoes who wear the uh, same shirt podcast, Joe, how are you doing today? Today is all right. I, uh, oh shit. <laughs> what pricks? <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I did quite a bit of drinking yesterday, <laughs> you know, at the show, and then uh, Lisa's friend was having a party, so we went over to that. You know, and I was tired when I got there. Like, I was so tired, I just sat down for a while in front of this lady's couch, you know, and they, she was watching The Grinch, or she had The Grinch on for some reason. There was no kids at this party, but I'm sitting there watching The Fucking Grinch, and it's like, it's a weird-ass movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, today I was not uh, feeling my best. I guess you could say, and uh, I thought I was going to be able to stay, sit around at home, you know, ride the couch, watch a bunch of movies, but Lisa reminded me, no, we got to go visit my dad today. Okay, so we went and did that, you know, and uh, it's back to work tomorrow, man, you know, shit needs to get done, but uh, I am, both of Juan and I are very caught up on all the Christmas orders going out, so nothing's going to be late this year. Um, Good shit. Good shit. Things are okay. I'm waiting for something to fuck up, you know. I was knocking on wood there for you, Joe. Yeah, I uh I'll say this, I probably had shouldn't have eaten a bowl of chili so late in the evening tonight, you know. But uh we'll see what happens with that later, I guess. I'm uh, sorry to hear that, Joe. I'll pray for you. We are coming up on our end of the year too, so I'm gonna head to the theater quite a bit this uh, this week and go see that Godzilla minus whatever. And yeah, uh, you don't have much time. I think they're taking it out of theaters after Thursday. Oh, then it'll be on Netflix tomorrow then. Uh, <laughs> and I want to go see uh, Poor Things because it's like a Frankenstein story, you see. And, we'll get to that. 
And then there's something else out there that I wanted to see. I don't remember what right now, but uh, but Wonka. yeah. And because uh, I need to see some good shit, I need to fucking find some stuff for my list, Tom. This is a uh, a difficult year for the list. Yeah, I was looking back, and I've got a lot of bangers, as they say. I definitely have more good on my list than bad. Mm-hmm. But remember, you got Sisu, so yeah. don't forget about that one. Loaded that the other day, so that's on Apple, uh, ready to watch. I was thinking maybe I'll watch it when I'm down in Corpus, watch it with my dad or something. Um, that'll, that'll be nice. Yeah. Um. That's it. And just watching shit at home, you know, didn't watch a whole lot this week, Tom, but uh, I did go back and finally finish up Blade, the series. And uh, before you do that, Joe, anybody, if you're watching this live, let me know how the uh, audio and shit is, because that is all I'm thinking about. All right, Joe, start over again with Blade. Sorry. All right. As uh, some of you long time listeners will know just a couple of years back tom and i uh we did our whole retrospective on the blade movies watched them all and i don't think any of them really lived up to my expectations i remember really liking the first and second ones but on uh on these uh new viewings i didn't really uh think they were all that great you know even uh you know, the one directed by Del Toro, which I thought that one was awesome back in the day. It's just like, eh, it's okay. You know? And then, uh, what was it? The third one? That's where, like, as soon as they kill somebody or, like, shoot them with the fucking uh, steak guns or whatever, they turn to ash real quick. Uh, yeah, that looks like shit. And they use that, that whole technique a lot in uh, the series because i guess it was cheap to do you know uh yeah i mean that's why you do digital effects it's a lot cheaper and more fucking, you know you get it done quicker or whatever you don't have to pay some prick with a whole crew of shit you know uh but blade the series blade is played by sticky fingers you remember him tom you were once a fan of his work right were you not onyx so yeah. slam and Black Rock, you remember that one? It's not that old. He uh he does a decent job of playing Blade. Uh I don't remember if Wesley Snipes had tattoos all over him. Did he have like tribal tattoos? Yeah, I think that was a big thing and a lot of people started getting the old Blade tattoo up their arm and neck. The yeah. Rock got it. So he has that, you know, Sticky Fingers is bald, but he's got, you know, the goatee, so he looks tough and everything. And he talks a lot like this, Tom. Because he's from New York. Previously on Blade. Uh, Yeah, instead of Whistler, they've got some Asian dude helping him out. I mean, the shit with Blade is just okay, but it's this... uh, like the villains in it they're they're like a family of vampires you know like the mafia and shit that's nothing new all this shit's been done before but it was intriguing you know and uh there's a a lady at the beginning she's turned into a vampire she just got back from uh from iraq or some shit and her brother was like a thrall to one of the vampires or a familiar as they call them and uh 
she gets bitten, but Blade saves her, you know, and starts giving her some blue potion that he uses so he doesn't have to get blood. And uh, so she's helping Blade now infiltrate the family, the Cthon, the House of Cthon, they're called. Um, I guess it's supposed to be like Cthulhu or something, but... Well, that was the name of the uh, movie, quote-unquote, where it was the first three episodes or whatever smashed together. Yeah. I yeah. think that was called the House of... The House of... Oh, oh. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, along the course of the way, you know, you get other people that guest star and, and are playing different characters. Buster Poindexter is one of them in a lot of episodes, that dumb fuck. Um, and uh, a good friend of the show, uh, Bokeen Woodbine, is in a couple episodes too. And you know, he's already a goofy looking fucker, but with vampire teeth, it's goddamn you can't stop laughing. It's <laughs> every scene this guy is showing his teeth. <laughs> fucker. <laughs> yeah, he looks fucking dumb. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, um, but the show's okay, man. It's a uh, better than the third and fourth movies, and uh, yeah, I dig it. So you know, I know you're not into vampire shit, so there's no reason for you to watch it, Tom. But uh, I thought the the lady they brought in, because it's mainly about her doing her undercover shit. Uh, I think she's pretty sexy, Tom. <laughs> it, it's a good recommendation. You know, and I don't know if she's Jewish or not, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. All right. So, this so shit... if you got five sticky fingers, it's a recommendation. Previously on Blade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe, I don't even know if it's uh, worth me talking about anything because I don't know how the old quality is and if i'm just wasting my breath if we're just wasting time here because i said hey anybody watching this let me know how it is and oh the two people who were left so <laughs> <laughs> right there should fucking tell me uh yep your audio quality and or and or video quality is pretty uh pretty fucking terrible but i guess if the audio quality is okay that's really all that matters because besides charlie sad sad charlie i can't fucking think of anybody who would actually like sit and watch this like you gotta be like whacking off to you or something i don't know what the fuck why anybody would actually watch this and not have it on as background noise but i'm just speaking from somebody who uses youtube as background noises and masturbation fuel at times so how is that joe did the audio come through okay yeah the audio your audio from what i can hear is coming through fine you know your video is very choppy but uh it is what it is at this point. I mean, either that or we restart over tomorrow. I don't fucking know. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, super uh, nice. The audio is good. All right, well, how is the video? Is the video okay? Is it serviceable? I guess that's the uh, question. 
is the uh, video serviceable. Now we got to wait like a minute or two because it's on a fucking delay. So we'll just <laughs> sit here like a couple of fucking jagoffs. Yeah. Oh, hey, if you like this shirt, head on over to fastcustomshirts.com. We like it so much. We're dressed like a couple of fucking husbands. So <laughs> head on over to fastcustomshirts.com. We won't give you pregnant because we don't have ovaries. It's okay. You're freezing a bit. Then you start again. All right. Well, if it's okay, then it's fucking okay. This is, I don't even know what the fuck I could do at this point besides, uh, Maybe if we don't go live anymore and we just record it, maybe that would. You want to try something like that tomorrow? We'll just find something to talk about tomorrow and just to see. Uh... Yeah, I just fucking feel bad about asking you doing that shit because it's like wasting your fucking time. And I'm already taking like up to two hours a fucking week to do this garbage, so. It's up to you, man. Otherwise, we'll fucking figure it out on the fly like we're doing now and have a wonderful show where I just fucking curse and get frustrated. <laughs> Call everyone goddamn fucking jagoffs. Yeah, we'll try something tomorrow. But, uh, but yeah, so what did you watch, Tom? Oh, shit. I'll save this for the thing we can try tomorrow then. Okay. Joe... I watched this. It's Night Killer. Have you heard of it? Of course you did. Cause you're the one who got me this fucking D Blu-ray. Thank you. Don't let the cover fool you. It's not 4K because it has the black thing. And it's not pornography either because it has the black thing. It's just a regular Blu-ray by the fine, fine folks at the Severin Entertainments. That sounded more like a fucking Dracula at the end. It was supposed to be all whopped up and shit, but it turned into fucking something else, Joe. Have you ever seen this fucking movie before? No, I've got a copy of that as well, and uh, I've not watched it yet. I've been going through my Severin... Uh, releases that i have here so i'll get to it maybe death may be coming for you sooner than you think oh that'd be okay too so uh shit this fucking movie it's an italian movie disguised as an american movie this is made by fucking claudio fergasso and uh, he goes by Clyde Anderson. Doesn't get more fucking American than, hey, why is this fucking movie kind of nonsensical and a little inept? Is this Italian? But it says like they're in Virginia and these are all American actors and shit. Ooh, I knew I smelled marinara sauce, you fucks trying to trick me, will ya? So in this sham of a fucking movie, uh, there's a there's a night killer going around, Joe, and he wears this really shitty mask that ah, sorry, I'm not trying to, you know, shit on your art or anything, but it's not good. And then he has this glove hand. It's another wobbly fucking latex thing with like long fucking black lady nails on it like super fucking long 
they're not like made out of metal or super sharp or anything. At one point, there's a scene where this fucking asshole has to pick up his set of keys and he can't. So he just has to swoop his fucking fingernail in a loop and get it like that. Well, then if you have to do that, how do you expect to open the door, fuck face, and use the actual key? <laughs> What a dickhead. Again, fucking Italians. Quit making movies. What's wrong <laughs> with you people? Besides being Italian, that is. So, uh, <clears throat> old night killer only strikes during the day. Can you believe that shit, Joe? No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, lady gets attacked by old night killer. Night killer lets her live, and uh, she's just fucked up from the trauma. She doesn't know left from right, her ass from a hole in the ground. Ah, ooh. ah I can't look after my kid anymore. Hey, you suspectly weird next-door neighbors or family friends, whoever the fuck you are, take care of my kid. So uh, they do. So the daughter starts living with, you know, these fucking people, I guess. And then uh lady, she's just driving around one day. And then this dickhead in the Jeep, which I mean is anybody who has a Jeep, especially if it's a Jeep Wrangler, fucking trade that shit in and get a man's car. If you're a man, if you're a lady, I guess that's fine. But this isn't Jurassic Park. Get a regular fucking vehicle. Anyways, this dickhead in the Wrangler. He's like drinking booze out of a paper bag. Hey, pull over, baby. I want to get to know you and shit. And she says, Mios Dios, and tries to get the fuck away. He fucking flips a bitch, goes after her. She He follows her into some fucking bathroom. And hey, where are you? She turns around with a gun. All right, dick liquor, get naked. Take your fucking clothes off. So she makes him put all his clothes in the toilet and flush them. I mean, they're not going to go anywhere. They're just going to get wet, which I guess, you know, that was her plan. I'm going to slow this guy down so I can get the fuck away. But uh, so she leaves and it doesn't slow this guy down. He just grabs his belongings out of the toilet, runs out into the lobby in his underwear. The desk clerk is like, what happened to you? And this gentleman replies with, I was molested in the little boy's room. And then runs out of the fucking place of business, wherever the fuck this was. So uh, the next scene's just like him putting a shirt on because he has spare clothes in his fucking Jeep. Nothing got stolen with his no windows or doors having ass fucking vehicle. <coughs> so he fucking... Gets the fuck out of there. He finds the lady trying to kill herself on the beach with pills and booze. He says, oh, we got to get this stuff out of you. I got to fill you with salt water. So he fucks her mouth and fills her gullet with salt water. Just kidding. They were at the beach. So he starts drowning her in the ocean <laughs> until she ingests all this salt water and just starts puking up all this stuff, which they say you shouldn't do. <laughs> Forcefully drown women, that is. 
Oh, so dude fucking kidnaps her. He acts like a fucking nut. He brings home some fucking KFC and they fucking eat weird KFC shit in the bed. Not as good as Killer Joe, but still fucking weird. And, uh, you know, the night killer's still out there day killing. So all that shit's happening and, you know, cops are closing in on them. And it turns out, Joe, that this guy who kidnapped her isn't the night killer. It's her ex-husband. And since she has all this amnesia, he thought, you know, acting like a fucking nut would be a good way to shock her out (laughs) of her whatever. And that was like a healthy way to be like, oh, remember me? I'm your ex-husband. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. No, he did like the exact opposite. And uh, old night day, night the daytime night killer turned out to be the fucking guy who's taking care of the daughter. Can you believe it? Italian, mama mia, what a piece of shit. It was okay. I mean, it's worth a watch just because of how fucking dumb and stupid it fucking was. But I'll never shop here again. As in, watch that movie. I will shop sevenfilms.com again though but yeah this movie is uh it was worth a watch for sure just because you know it's garbage ass bullshit and you'll get some laughs but uh there's no reason to go back to it once you've seen it there mate (sighs) yep night killer night killers uh, Tom, I watched a movie on Apple TV called Fingernails. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was a fingers themed, you know, if I had fingers <laughs> and then uh, fingernails. this is a uh, it's a love triangle movie, Tom. It is about a lady or it's in, set in the future where like if you're dating somebody, you know, and you're thinking, hey, this is, you know. I want to see if we're compatible. You can go and take a test where they uh, they take your fingernail off and then they like put it in some kind of machine and it, it tests your compatibility rate somehow. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this lady's already with her perfect match. You know, she's, you know, with him, but she's not satisfied, Tom. She feels like her life has just gotten monotonous with this guy. You know, she loves him, but wants something more. So she goes and gets a job at this place. So she can learn more about, you know, the process and about love and this and that. And the guy that's training her, she starts to fall for him, Tom. Ah, you know, and, uh, well, one day, like he, like, they have a client that's really afraid to have their fingernail taken off, you know, cause yeah, why wouldn't you be? That shit would hurt. You know, you ever lost a fingernail or a toenail Tom? Yeah. yeah. I remember a couple days ago, I kicked the old cement and a big ass chunk of my fucking nail came off. And... Yeah. That shit hurts. Yeah. I, I had fucking both my big toenails last year. were all fucked. Uh, and I didn't think they were going to grow back, but they did. Body is fucking weird. Uh, so they got one guy that doesn't want to do it. So he said, look, I'll show you. I'm going to do it myself. Then you do it. Okay. So she steals his fingernail, gets one of her own done so she can uh, see if they're compatible. She's wondering, can you be in love with two people at the same time, Tom? 
but she only gets a 50% uh, compatibility result. So no, you know, test again with her, with her guy she's with now, and they're still a hundred percent, but she still ends up hoeing it up, you know, and fucking gets with this other guy and, and, and that's just how the movie ends, you know? She fucks the dude and, like, just kind of wants to hang out with him. And the movie's good. But again, like everything else, or most everything I've watched this year, it's not great, you know? It's not bad. <laughs> it's not good enough to make either the good or the bad list, you know? It's just there. It's very well acted, you know? But but I don't give a fuck, you know? And yeah, it's just like you just said, I don't... I'll never watch this again. There's real no reason to, you know. Um, there's very few people I feel I could recommend it to, you know, because like I said, that ending is just very unsatisfying. And uh, yeah, the movie's fucking pointless. Yeah. Hmm. Guess I should have watched something else. But you, <laughs> know, you never know until you watch these things. That's right, Joe. You might find a diamond in the rough. As they say. So uh, keeping on the uh, theme of fingers, if you will, Joe. You ever been fingered? No. No, Wait. you didn't have it? Yeah, I have, by the doctor. How was that? It was uh, uncomfortable. But yeah. not bad? I mean, it was over rather quickly, but it's just like, I mean, what are you doing again here, doctor? You know, what, what the fuck are you looking for? I don't know. His glove. I guess. Yeah. And I guess they're supposed to, like, next time I do this, uh, shit, is it next year or the year? I don't know. They're supposed to film it, you know? They're supposed to film inside my ass or something. I don't know. Strange. Can you ask for the video? Right? You would think, hey, I want to see what's going on up in there. <laughs> <coughs> um, I'm sure uh, whichever hospital system you use, they have like their database that you have to log into and everything. And your video will be there, Joe. So <laughs> if you don't mind, I'd like to share that with Super <laughs> Nintendo Zach, if you will. The year, Zach, you'll have something to look forward to. Maybe it'll make a list. <laughs> mm, virtual Christmas card for next year. Just put a CGI, shitty CGI Santa and fucking reindeer going like that. <laughs> Long December. <laughs> oh, shit, Joe. Ah. Oh. I watched another one from the fine, fine folks at Severin Films. This one's called Kathy's Curse, Joe. Have you heard of it? I've seen this one. Did you like it? Yeah, it was all right. It was all right, wasn't it? It wasn't terrible. It wasn't I mean... great, but yeah, it was all right. Oh, shit. So this one starts out a uh, a little girl's in her room and some dude comes up. We don't know who he is. He says, hey, where's your mother? 
where's Gregory or some fucking shit? Where's this guy? Oh, she's like, oh, mother, she went out and Gregory went with her and blah, blah, blah. And he says, your mother's a bitch. (laughs) However, (laughs) while doing this, you know, he's just talking, kneeling down, talking to her. And then the girl says his stuff. And when he says, your mother's a bitch, he's like standing up, looking down at her. You're like, hey, was this edited by Italians? Probably. So anyways, he grabs the little girl. Maybe it's the dad. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. It's probably the dad. But it turns out that uh, the mom, she took the other kid with him, which was the son. So uh, the girl and the dad, maybe, dies in a car accident. And that's the end of them cut to however many years later, maybe three months or something. The kid's all grown up, the boy kid, and he moves his family, his wife, and his daughter into the house that he grew up in. Turns out this house is haunted by the ghost of the dead girl. And she possesses a little girl, whatever the fuck her name was, and uh, causes her to say hilarious things like, You dried up old whore! You fat female cow! So if seeing a little girl trying to keep a very straight face while she's saying these hilarious things sounds funny to you, Check this movie out, because that's pretty much one of the only things this movie has going for it, and it happens quite often, so it's worth it for that, but other than that, you'd think Italians made the shit, and (laughs) it's whatever. Uh, There's a part where uh, a lady falls out of a window. That was pretty funny because it was, you know, incompetently shot. So there was that. There's an old drunk guy there. Like the fucking this little girls like physically feeding this old drunk booze and shit. And then he's just falling over laughing while he, she's calling this lady a fat bitch and shit. Oh, oh, oh you fat bitch doing shit like oh man this one uh it's definitely worth watching i think fucking dave wrote some shit like the selling point on the blurb on the back of the thing is like oh if foul mouth moppet action is your thing some shit like that and it's just like yeah that's what this movie pretty much has mm-hmm. going for it a foul-mouthed little girl just trying to keep this fucking straight face and mm, i'm glad they didn't find a better actress joe <laughs> that's single you know yeah this one's worth checking out uh i'm gonna hold on to that one because maybe i'll watch it again but I mean, I'm sure you can just look up clips on the internet of it, like a compilation of just all those scenes, and it'll work fine, because 
There's a lot of bullshit. Like I said, you think these motherfuckers were Italian, and they might be. It's a Severin movie, but I don't know. I can't remember. All I really remember is this possessed little girl cursing all these fucking ladies out, and it was hilarious. The end. Would recommend. (laughs) I watched a... A newer movie on Netflix, a 2023 film, and this is Extraction Part 2, the sequel to Extraction. Now, in an Extraction, that was a Chris Helmsworth movie, and he was trying to save some kid. You know, he's a tough guy that uh, goes in on special shit. But at the end of Part 1, they shoot him in the chest, and he falls down a fucking bridge lake into a river or some shit he fucking did but in extraction two we see that scene again but we see what happened afterwards he floated down the river and his team went and got him from the river rushed him to the hospital and uh you know they save him but he's just got all this rehabilitation to do so he go you know they have him living in a fucking uh cabin you know out in some place cold and uh, he's down in the dumps, Tom. So he gets a dog. You know, dogs are great. Uh, that's not good enough for him. He gets some chickens. That's not good enough for him. Somebody approaches him with a job, Tom. Another extraction. Turns out there's this lady in a prison in Georgia, which I thought was in the United States. But it turns out Georgia is its own country, you know. And uh, there are some Georgian mobsters there, and they have her locked up with, with her kids because he doesn't trust that bitch being out on her own, you know. So I'm going to prison, you're going to prison too, bitch. And turns out that's his ex sister in law, old Chris Helmsworth, is so he's got to get that lady and her kids out this prison. Well, he does, you know, after he gets this, decides to take this mission, he starts training for real out in the snow, you know, like Rocky did when he went to Russia. You know, he's chopping wood and he's practicing with axes and shit like that, you know, practicing his uh, marksmanship with a gun. And, okay, he's ready to go into prison. And he fights like a hundred dudes. You know, and it's just like, yeah, this is too much, you know. It's a lot of action. It's a lot of these, you know, you know how they do the, they were doing it a couple of years back where every fucking action movie was trying to do this. We're going to do this whole scene in one shot, you know, and it's not really one shot. They just kind of edit it to make it look like that. That's what I guess the fucking 20 minute breakout scene in this movie is like. And it just doesn't look good you know it looks like a fucking video game like you're playing a shooter you know and it didn't work for me um after that of course you know they find out it was him they find out what the lady is so the mobsters are coming after for you know for their vengeance tom and he's got to fight them all over again with his small crew of helpers and shit and you know, just a lot of people stabbing each other, shooting each other, doing some crazy martial arts type moves, and it was okay. 
you know, nothing I want to watch again. Uh, but, you know, it's good enough and intriguing enough that because they left it open for yet another sequel, which I'm sure they'll fucking make. And I'll watch that, too, you know, whenever that bullshit comes out. But uh, no, nah, I can't recommend it. You know, if you're easily impressed by action movie, yeah, go ahead and give it a watch. But it's just it's just there, you know, like almost every other goddamn movie in 2023. It's eh, very hard to make a list, Hollywood, when you're putting out shit like this. Well, I'm I'm curious about something in this movie. If you'll humor me a little bit, there, Joe. Let's hear it, Tom. How did these Georgianian gangsters speak? How did they sound when they were speaking with their accents? They were actually, for the most part, speaking in Georgian. I guess if that's really a language, because it was all you know, a lot of their scenes were subtitled. Um. But the guy that was playing the main villain, like that guy, I guess he fucking knows how to fight for real or, you know, done some real shit because he had uh, what they call cauliflower ear. You familiar with that, Tom? I am, Joe. I have cauliflower scrotum. (laughs) Well, that usually happens with people that do like jujitsu or wrestling or whatever. And this guy, both his ears were were like fucked <laughs> look oh that's like oh this guy's done some real shit then but uh that's yeah, all right he was an villain mm. all right so if you had to do an impersonation knowing that you don't know the language how did these georgians speak there joe you will never get her back i will kill you and all your loved ones Damn, so they were like Russian, Soviet, Eastern Europeans? Yeah, I think uh, Georgia maybe was part of uh, the USSR when it was all one big fucking pile of shit instead of a bunch of little ones. Uh, Yeah. Damn, for some reason I was thinking Africa. And in the back of my head I was just like, Joe, please don't start clicking and whistling. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to whistle. Well, I'm not going to tell you how, even though we're wearing the same shirt, I'll let that movie explain it to you. All right. Ah, Joe, I watched another Blu-ray that I'll hold up now and have my fingers covered. It's called The Editor. Have you heard of this? No. This is a uh, Astron 6 movie. They made shit like uh, Father's Day, which I liked. Manborg, which I didn't like, uh, Psycho Gore Man, which I didn't like, and uh, Leprechaun Returns, which was, mm. well, I think really uh, Psycho Gore Man and that Leprechaun were made by like people who left the group and said, we're too cool for school. I'm going to fuck off and do my own thing, mate. I don't know. As I just said, they're very hit and miss for me. But uh, this one is about the uh, production of an Italian movie, Joe. Can you believe it? They're making an Italian giallo. Oh, my God. This movie is going to be great. Uh, So it's like a satire of both the uh, Italian filmmaking and the giallo movies themselves. 
So it was pretty good. It follows around the editor who got fucking sloppy angry one fucking odd day and sliced his fingers off on the old chopping board. So now he has like a prosthetic glove thing with like fake fingers and he's still able to edit and shit. And everybody calls him a cripple. So that was pretty funny. And, uh, yeah, it's just like a satire of fucking, you know, the gloved killer and all that bullshit, their shitty acting and lighting and all that stuff. So, I mean, if you hate Italian movies like I do, this is a good one to watch. I think you'll get some good laughs out of it. Even if you like the Italian movies, I think it'll work. It's like, oh, yeah, I know that and that. That's the stuff I love. And they're poking fun of it. (laughs) But, yeah, I think it works. It doesn't get as fucking wild as something like Father's Day does towards the end. But it's, you know, it's a satire of a shitty Italian movie, Joe. So you're either in or out on that and, uh, yeah, I dug it. I didn't get into the special features or anything. I said, I'll just save that for a rainy Sunday when I'm looking for something in the background, and we'll do that. I watched a little bit of the behind the scenes, not the whole thing, so I guess I didn't care that fucking much, and maybe that contributed to me not listening to the fucking audio commentary. <laughs> But I'm not going to get rid of it. And, you know, one of these days, if I live long enough to think about the fucking movie again, then I'll pull it off the shelf and hopefully it'll still work. But yeah, if you're interested in all, it's fucking worth a watch. That's all I watched. Oh, Joe. (laughs) All right, let me look at the list because that stack's gone. I watched a uh, documentary called Token Taverns. It's a movie about barcades. Have you ever heard of barcades before? I've been to one. Have you ever heard of a token tavern? Never heard it referred to as such. So why the fuck didn't they just call the movie Barcades, Joe? (laughs) Why come up with a shittier fucking name and only refer to these businesses as Barcades in the movie? (laughs) Maybe it's copywritten? I don't know, but Jesus Christ. Uh, You think you're getting a documentary about like all these people who run fucking arcades with bars in it, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I mean, you kind of do, but it's just like three or four businesses all in close proximity in Florida. And it shows them like before the pandemic, they're making this. And then I guess the pandemic happened. It's like, Oh, well now I guess we, switch and make the documentary about these small businesses try, trying to stay in business and what they have to do. Like, uh, no, I guess we got to start selling Hot Pockets now to call ourselves a restaurant so we can open up because if we don't sell food, then like this one place just got a microwave and then they'd sell like frozen shit to say, all right, go slap it in the microwave, fuck face. 
and then it shows like whoever made it coming out of the other end and it was fine i mean they kind of sell you on something different than you're actually getting would it have been better if it was just focused on like all these bar arcades all around and the different people who ran it i don't know (laughs) so i mean it's fine background noise uh I'll never watch it again. So Daniel Piscina showed up for a second. That's the guy who was the original Johnny Cage. So there's that. <laughs> Token taverns. <laughs> and then I watched by special request. Good old JR said, Hurry, right, mate. Can you watch? That doesn't sound like JR at all. It's like some kind of Australian. Anyways, he said, Hey, can you watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? I've given you enough money over the fucking year, you son of a bitch. And I said, Oh, yeah, I guess that's the least I can fucking do. So, uh, Joe, I watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Have you heard of it? I've heard of this. What have you heard? Um, as the Winnie the Pooh works fell into the public domain, some pricks said, hey, let's capitalize that and make a horror movie with Winnie the Pooh and Piglet or whatever the fuck. That's a- Yeah, this isn't just any prick, Joe. This is a mate by the name of uh, Scott Jeffrey. I've seen a few of his movies. The only one that uh, I can remember the title of is one I turned off as soon (laughs) as I saw that he made it, and that was Jack and Jill. Uh, I think there was one about a Cupid he did, one about like a fucking uh, Jack Frost or a Snow Miser or some shit, and then he did fucking Humpty Dumpty. A lot of these... uh, movies you would see at walmart and they're just i've talked about them before just these shitty garbage british movies he's just one of these guys who just turns out product churns out product not worried about it people are buying it so just slap it out for the fucking pigs i think that shit that we watched with old bronzy not too long ago where he's a fucking priest i think that was one of his movies joe (laughs) That was it's pretty good, right? Not at all. <laughs> so in this one, it starts out, it's like an animated sequence. It's like these creepy kind of looking sketches, which is pretty good. And uh, it tells the story of uh, old Christoph Walton off in the woods, you know, being friends with all these animals. I thought they were stuffed animals. Isn't that like, isn't it like a Calvin and Hobbes thing? Yeah. Where these are like, so in this, they're like real animals. And uh, for years and years, he's going off into the hundred acre woods, playing with these fucking animals and shit. And then one day he leaves and grows to grows. I'm fucking Chinese. Now he goes to college And uh, the animals don't know what to do without him. Old Christopher leaves and, you know, that means every other animal in the forest dies or whatever. 
So the group of animals they have to, I think it's a uh, owl, eeyore, piglet, poo poo, and uh, maybe one more. They uh, not Tigger. He's not in this one because I don't think it's public domain quite yet. So uh, they all say, "All right, well." Let's turn this movie into a live all of a sudden, and now we got to eat Eeyore. So the trauma of fucking having to eat their friend just turns Pooh and Piglet homicidal, and there's a specific line where, oh, and then they lost their humanity. But then the portrayal of Pooh and Piglet, you know, they're standing upright, walking, using thumbs, wearing clothes and shit. And it's just, well, I understand you have to do that because this is a cheap fucking movie. And you're just trying to make a buck and don't really give a fuck. But if that's the case, you know, just leave that, oh, they're feral and lost their humanity line out of there. Because dickheads like me are going to say, hey, mate. What about this, yeah? The bloke's wearing shoes, ain't he? It's pretty human, huh? Yeah, you're a dickhead, yeah. So, I mean, it's fucking, it comes off as motherfuckers like wearing masks and shit. So, just the execution of that, it's fucking fails. There was like a Winnie the Pooh kids show Disney made uh, late 80s, maybe early 90s. Those things look fucking creepy. If you like played it like they were animals and they were in like mascot-esque costumes, you don't have the money. I know. That's why I'm saying get mascot costumes, even if they were cheap and, you know, just wearing the shirts or whatever, not wearing any pants. Like this Winnie the Pooh, like in overalls, dressed like a fucking lumberjack. The whole execution of that is fucking like garbage. It's just, you think it's just like serial killers dressed up as Winnie the Pooh characters. That's how it comes off. There's some CGI gore, whatever. Like there's some kills in there where you actually see shit. But it's nothing memorable over the top. I didn't expect like any blood or any kills or anything like that. So I was surprised by that. Uh, shot well. Everything looked fine. Like some of the shits with the woods is like, oh, that looks all right. Probably better than this movie should have. But I just didn't really give a fuck at all. Like, if the fucking characters were just, ex- like, you know, executed a little better. It's just, like, pretty much it's just a flock of birds rent a fucking cabin. And it's just them getting picked off one by one. Oh, this girl here, this girl here. And it's just like, yeah, just your typical slasher shit. Like, everybody was fucking when it first came out. Oh, this is the biggest piece of fucking shit ever. I mean, it's just your basic slasher movie there's fucking like more blood and violent kills in this than a lot of them that i've seen before a lot of them have been uh you know a lot more boring this isn't good i wouldn't recommend anybody watch it 
but it's not like it's this fucking terrible piece of shit. It's just like, yeah, it's a fucking slasher movie about Winnie the Pooh, which they, you know, didn't pull off well. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fucking, like, it sucks, sure, but there's a lot worse slasher movies out there. Like, uh, what's that one? I want to say Fear World, but that's probably not. It's like some dickhead and looks like he's in, like, some kind of wooden mask. Kind of reminds me of the Fear. Came out a couple years ago in theaters. Hell World? Maybe <laughs> Hellfest? One of those was probably it. That one fucking sucked. This one was better than that, but they both suck. So who gives a shit? I've already talked about this fucking whatever movie for too long. Uh, I can see why people like it. Like, if you like slasher movies and, you know, that's your thing. Okay, well, this kind of has a goofy angle to it. Fine. I mean, whatever. You like slasher movies. Cool. Get fucked. Joe, let's hear a little, let's hear some fun facts about our boy, George Kennedy. Well, George Kennedy, uh, yeah, I meant to look up some fun facts about him, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, I just didn't at all, but I did watch the movie we're going to talk about. Um, so we're continuing our, uh, our look into the works, specifically the horror works of George Kennedy. And this is a movie that I thought I hadn't seen, Death Ship. You know, I, th I always thought this had a kick-ass poster. You know, it's got this scary-looking ship with a face on it. There's some people in the raft, and they're about to get fucked over by this scary-looking <laughs> ship with a face on it. It's like and they wanted to carve a pumpkin, but they were all out and only had a ship left. Yeah, so they had to use a big acetylene tank and, like, cut the fucking metal and make a, a face on it. And uh, I have this poster. I have this one sheet. Uh, it's one of the few movie posters that I own. Because I'm not a movie poster guy, you know. I, I don't have too many. Uh, but I've always liked this. But, you know, I saw it way back forgot all about it so i thought i hadn't seen it but as i'm watching it's like oh yeah i remember this shit so this movie it starts out you know we just get some clips of a ship you know sailing along it's supposed to look all fucking eerie and decrepit but it doesn't it just kind of looks like a ship uh it looks on, a little shitty it, later on it looks shitty like i don't know if they use the same boat all the time or whatever the engine looked fine you know looked clean uh, but, uh, so after that, after the credits go through, we cut to this luxury liner and George Kennedy is the captain of this luxury liner and he's about to retire or get retired or something. Anyway, he's got three days left. This is his last tour. You know, he's got this fucking boring job taking rich folks to the Caribbean and then fucking back and, and he hates it. You know, he hates people you know doesn't really like uh incompetent fucking sailors you know he's he's a stick in the mud tom is what he is you know and it's george kennedy and 
he does a great job in these opening scenes where he's just being a dick and not liking everybody. I thought it was fucking great. I thought it was really funny. Uh, but then their ship gets rammed by that other ship, Tom, the one we saw, the eerie looking one. But it doesn't have a face in the movie. That was just for the poster, you see. And it's kind of hard to tell what the fuck's going on because, uh, you know, they show footage of the cruise ship and then they show footage of the death ship. And, uh, you know, it's taken at different times of day and night on different film stock. So you're not actually sure what the fuck you're looking at. Like, are they switching back to different views of the same ship? Or is this trying to tell you that time is passing? What the fuck? Did Italians make this too? I have to look this up. We're five minutes in and this movie's already incompetent and shit. We can't we can tell that George Kennedy doesn't want to fucking be here by the performance he's given. So I gotta look this up. Jack Arnold has something to do with this. Oh my god. This is American and Canadian. How is it coming off so Italian? I looked that up four times during the runtime of this movie because it was so goddamn incompetent that I had to make sure fucking Clyde Anderson's name wasn't fucking hidden somewhere in this fucking thing. But no, I didn't see anybody with O's or A's at the end of their fucking names in the credits. So, hmm. Yeah, and I think the screenplay was written by Jack Hill. Uh, done yeah, that's like what I was thinking of, yeah. Big Birdcage and, and stuff like that. Uh, well, anyway, you know, the ship collides with the other one. It sinks the luxury liner, and then we flash to the next day, and there's some survivors, and they're inside some, like, wooden box type thing. It's not like a safety boat or us. uh not a safety boat, a lifeboat or whatever. It's some fucking box. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a table that was framed out, but no legs were put on it, like a really big table. And as they're floating adrift and shit, hey, here comes George. He was just under the water for a long time. Didn't drown or anything. He was just under there. They pull his fat ass up onto the the box, get him in there. And then all of a sudden, here comes that death ship. Comes up right. <laughs> that is the dumbest fucking shit. It looked so fucking garbage. How these motherfuckers floating were shot on something completely different with completely different film and different lighting. <laughs> the composite shots, one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was several different locations because in different scenes, the quality of the water, you know, like some of it fucking murky as hell. The other times it's like ocean water. And I looked that up and said, so, yeah, some of it was done in Canada. Some of it was done in, in uh, Alabama. And then some of it off the Gulf. Mexico. Of the, yeah. So, yeah, you can see that. You can tell like, where the fuck are they now? You know? Anyway, they get on the ship, you know. The, the, and it the, should be said for the next 30 minutes, 
fucking George Kennedy is paid to just lay there. Conscious, yeah. So the thing is, since he's unconscious, these two dudes got to fucking, like, carry him up these stairs, up this fucking, like, little thin stairway. And (laughs) from their fucking floating table onto this giant ladder that's fucking connected to the boat. And And they have the best looking dummy I have ever seen in my life. But it would be like, like me and Ari Lehman trying to pick up Tom, you know, (laughs) it's just, you know, you don't want to carry that guy. But, uh, but yeah, like Tom says, but you're good men and you did. And I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you, Ari Lehman. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so they get on the ship and they're exploring. No, not right away. First, the fucking ladder breaks and the two guys yeah. and the dummy, which they're carrying, fucking falls off the ladder hilariously. That's funny. <laughs> funny shit. Uh. Again, are they fucking Italians? <laughs> uh, well, when they get on the <laughs> Scary stuff starts to happen. You know, like doors are opening and closing on their own. The little hatches are fucking uh, going on and off and stuff and opening and closing on their own, you know. And we hear some uh, German voices, but not clear if anybody else can hear them or just the audience, you know. But uh, George Kennedy's kind of hearing them because I guess in his unconscious state, you know, they're... uh, they're like possessing him or like fucking bringing his uh his inner Nazi to the forefront. Uh, well, they look around some more and they find some clothes, you know. This other guy and his chick do some fucking. And uh, George Kennedy, he gets up and he finds some clothes too, namely like a, a Nazi kind of uniform. And uh, Do you know a ship captain's uniform? <laughs> Um, and it's like, hey, this is my ship, and only I can fucking, uh, you know, turn the wheel of the ship or everything. And there's a scene with Richard Crenna where he's trying to turn the fucking wheel of the ship, and goddamn, that's some great acting. That's some amazing pantomiming. This guy, you know, he lets go of it, and George Kennedy just very, goddamn. God damn, what performances from the both of these You're gentlemen. not going to take another one of my ships. Because you <laughs> see, old George was going to take over for other George when he retired. Mm-hmm. Or when he was removed. Right. Because That's... George wasn't, this wasn't a uh, retirement he wanted to do. He was forced to retire because he's a fucking asshole, you see. <laughs> So one lady, you know, she's just sitting there watching a film that she found. And as she's watching it, she starts to fucking rot away. Like her face starts to deep. Well, that was before she was watching George Kennedy, like, you know, doing that fucking old timey shit. Like, oh, let me damp your head with a wet rag. And then she finds a jar of these old fucking mints. And she looks around like, oh, I can't tell anybody these are fucking mincer here in case this is the only food that we have. I just got to know where they are. So she pops a couple in her mouth 
And then she watches this movie. And it turns out those mints were haunted. Haunted by the ghosts of the dead Jews. They have hanging in the freezer. So then she turns into a fucking rotting nutsack looking fucking thing scares everybody in the fucking room because they were just like oh we found some solace in this garbage ass piano playing fucking midget movie whatever the fuck this bullshit is that we're watching and well that was all broken up when the ghost of the dead jews in the basement came and manifested themselves in this lady's face so they all fucked off and other shit happened some lady was fucking after she got done fucking she went into a shower and you know started getting sprayed with blood and just spinning in circles going and i fucking are you sure this isn't fucking italian because this is right here is some fucking italian bullshit on and on for a long fucking time uh yeah with her yelling and shit and the guy pounding on the shower door yeah uh but before that, because uh, 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 there's an actor that I hate. His name's Saul Rubinek. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the ship doesn't want him on there because he's a Jewish guy. You know, <laughs> so they it has a hook and it picks him up by the leg and it just fucking throws him in the water. Dunks him one time and just throws him like, fuck you, dude. Go and drown. And that's what he does. So uh, since I don't like this actor, I was glad to see him die. Um and yeah, everybody else is slowly picked off, you know, one by one. And we learned that this was a prison ship. Right? A- I thought it was like a mobile fucking juice squad unit or some shit where they would just fucking like pick up Jews who were trying to escape at sea or some shit. I don't, I fucking, you know, again, this movie's incompetent. They didn't really tell you what the fuck was going on just oh yeah dead jews probably haunted or some shit um so yeah you know uh fucking george kennedy's going crazy and he's you know trying to kill everybody off and uh the other guy richard crona he's trying to escape with his family you know he's got two dumb kids Oh, with- oh, they're not dumb. They're cute. Especially <laughs> that one little kid whose gimmick is, oh, I got diabetes. Having to piss all the time, you see. All the time, yeah. Uh, is but- this where I do the piss thing? <laughs> Shut up, you ugly fucking kid. Who hired this unmolestable fuck? Get him off my set. Men. The little girl's <laughs> point. Uh, Dude, they probably thought that shit was so funny. Someone's just like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if she said this? Get this asshole off my set. Horrible. Uh, this movie sucks. Get off the boat, you know, when George Kennedy, you know, the ship turns on him. The ship kills him. You know, he's crushed by the engines. And, uh, and then the family is uh, picked up by a helicopter and all is good in the world except for the ship who is still hungry for blood and it's still sailing off to, you know, go and wreck into more luxury liners or whatever. Uh, I like this movie. 
yeah this is this was all right uh it, it's you know it's just fucking old school you know it's not like gory or anything and yeah tom's right it is incompetent and you laugh at a lot of shit that's not intended to be funny but uh but i dig it i you know had a good i wish they would have made more you know i wish they'd have made like uh death tank or or death uh, bomber or something you know i'd have watched all that shit you sound like you work for Vinegar Syndrome trying to sell bullshit there, Joe. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's incompetent. It is, you know, it is uh, bad. But I dig it for that, you know, partially for those reasons. You know, I think at times when they show the ship all dirty and shit, it does look like menacing or whatever, you know. The ship becomes a character, Tom. Uh, yeah, I dig it. I recommend this movie. I, I would also. Sorry, say that again. I'm gonna hang up that poster. <laughs> Get a frame for it, acid free. No, I'm just gonna put pins in it. <laughs> Fuck that. Put it up to concrete and drive screws through that shit. <laughs> I'll tape it to the wall. <laughs> but like you, I would recommend this movie. It is not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. However, it is an entertaining movie. It would be the so bad it's good thing it would fall into that category. Uh, I probably should have had some beers before I watched <laughs> this one. It would have it helped, but... You know, it's pretty nonsensical incompetence with, uh, you know, George Kennedy phoning in a performance, what you rarely see. So this movie must have been some fucking bullshit if he doesn't give a good goddamn. We've seen him acting his nuts off in the terror within and couldn't give a fuck about this shit. So uh, it's not good. Not, not at all, but it is worth a watch. Get some buddies and some beer, and if you're having like a double, triple feature of bullshit, make this one of them, and you won't be disappointed. But uh, yeah, it's shocking that fucking no wops had anything to do with this fucking thing, Joe. Mm. Speaking of wops, Spider Man lives in New York, Joe. He does he? Does um so both marvel team up and peter parker spectacular spider-man took place in discos for that month uh marvel team up peter parker goes to the disco with mary jane for some reason i don't know but uh he orders a beer tom which i thought was like really strange like, that's he ordered... against the comics code no um it was a Chris Claremont written issue and uh, John Byrne did the art and the guest star was uh, Luke Cage because they're in a disco, you see. And uh, and in the other one, he goes to the disco with like his friends like Shashan and fucking. <laughs> but there, so he orders an orange juice, 
you know, so Bill Mantlo was staying of the of the comics code. But fuck it, we're talking amazing Spider-Man's here. And in this issue, Amazing Spider-Man's got a guest star, and that's Captain America. Also got a guest artist, and that's Jim Starlin. And this is one of the better issues that we've seen in Amazing art-wise. Uh, the story's just okay, you know. Uh, <laughs> Which, you know, at this point will take. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like some... Spider-Man's goes to this little town, you know, because he's trying to get a raise, even though he had just asked for a raise not too long ago, like negotiated a contract or some shit, and he's on salary. But, uh, yeah, he's trying to get a raise. And so Joe Jonah says, hey, there's something weird going on over here. Go check it out, you fuck. So he does. He goes and checks it out. And what the hell? There's S.H.I.E.L.D. agents all around in this little town. And, uh... And then Captain America's there, and Captain America says, "Hey, Spider-Man, get the fuck out of here, dude!" And so, well, why? What's wrong with you, Captain America? I'm, you know, I've been your friend. Get the fuck out of here, dude! It's dangerous. And uh, Spider-Man's just being a prick. No, I'm not going. And so Captain America roughs him up a little, you know. And Spider-Man's like, "Oh fuck, okay, dude, I'll go." He gets the fuck out of there, or so we think. And uh, we find out that uh, this kid of a movie star had been abducted and uh before he was abducted he was bitten by a rat uh, anyway captain america's looking for him and so is shield and hey for a kidnapping what's going on here you know they've searched the whole little town that they're in and then he goes to an electric uh, power plant thing and uh who's there but old electro He's a kidnapper, and he's been paid to destroy the power plant for some reason. I don't know. He starts fighting with Captain America. Spider-Man's hadn't left after all. You know, he goes in there, and he starts beating up on Electro, too. And uh, Electro grabs the kid, and it's like, hey, I'll kill this little fuck. You guys just fuck the hell off. Get me my money. And Captain America says, hey, man, that kid's got the plague. Oh, it electro freaks out oh that's why i've been coughing and everything yeah, he got plague from a rat and uh they need to inoculate everybody keep it isolated and keep it from the public you know and that's what they end up doing and electro electro <laughs> electrocutes himself and blows up a fucking uh the power plant so he did that he got that going and you know but didn't get paid for it because he's dead tom no, he cured his plagueism. Yeah, with death cure. Um, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, you know, Electro, you know, trying to make a couple extra bucks becoming a kidnapper. That was cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how he got the plague so rapidly. Um, mm. yeah. Weird. <laughs> Weird shit. And and then we soldier on. Mm-hmm. So Is yeah, that... still doing the lists. You see, Th- yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Lori, you know, she suggested some lists, most of which we already did, but mm-hmm. it's fine. You know, it's I see it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> We've done them all. <laughs> so if you know anybody wants to 
keep throwing them out there. All those people who voted for the list. If you want to keep it fucking going, throw some ideas out there. But hey, Joe, happy Hanukkah there, bud. Hey, it is the third or fourth day of Hanukkah. Night. Yeah, Hanukkah. Night of Hanukkah. The Festival of Lights, they call it. You know, put on your dreidel. Uh, no, the dreidel's a little top thing, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and the yarmulke is also a little top thing. Yarmulke, there we go. That's what that is. Light up the menorah, you know, blaze it, as Tom oh. would uh, <laughs> Blaze your homie. Fuck. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and you know, watch a uh, fiddler on the roof or whatever. You know, I don't know much about Judaism, but I know there's a few good Jews in the world, and uh, Tom and I each have a list of our favorite sons of Isaac. And at number five, Tom, I have Benjamin J. Grimm. It was a Jew. It was revealed in one of the issues. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who was a Jew who was revealed? I like how you said that. Like it was shameful. <laughs> it threw any of the continuity of Marvel until this one issue where he does some Jewish things. <laughs> like eat shitty bread. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, my number five was revealed to be a Jew when he fell down the stairs and his shoes and glasses came off. And that is Saul Rosenberg. Classic. Not that Mort fuck from Family Guy, but Saul Rosenberg classic. As long as it's not Saul Rosenick. <laughs> fuck that guy. At number four, Tom, I have the comic writer J.M. DeMatteis, who for the longest time I thought his name was J.M. DeMatteis because that's the way it's spelled and I'm reading it phonetically, you see. But no, I heard his name mentioned on a podcast. <laughs> DeMatteis. Huh, how about that? Uh, He's written a lot of comics that I enjoy, including Craven's Last Hunt. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I would always say Demetrius. Hmm. So, Joe, my number four, he was revealed to be a Jew. When he was doing the press junket for GoldenEye, the Nintendo 64 game. And this is Pierce Brosnan. Hmm. GoldenEye. That was a game changer, Tom. Was it? Yeah. At number three, got my good buddy, John Baltusberger. John who? Baltusberger. <laughs> the real name. Baltitsberger. <laughs> I'll have to say that next time. Uh, 
he owns a madness heart press out of austin so if you like to read extreme horror uh go to mad madnessheartpress.com check out several books he has to offer from himself and from various other authors yeah joe my number three isn't an author but he is a nerd he was revealed to be a jew on the set of the hit tgif show family matters i have urkel hmm. Tom at number two, one of our favorite actors, you know, uh, a guy that uh, he's done it all, you know, and it's rare that you see him just like give a, a a performance where he's not giving it his all. I mean, he's known to do it on occasion, but most time you can expect quality work from George Kennedy. Take your word on that. Just like you took my word on Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Joe, my number two, he wasn't just revealed to be a Jew. He was revealed to be the king of the Jews. And that is Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, he's on my list of our favorite uh, black people. Ah, uh, nice. Set number one, I have one of my childhood heroes, a great thespian, uh, a great writer. He's written books and comic books and a great uh, vocalist. He's done a few albums. And that, of course, is William Shatner, who played James Tiberius Kirk in Star Trek. Joe, my number one was revealed to be a Jew when they gave him the nickname, the ever-loving Jew-eyed thing, and that is Ben Grimm. Thank you. Old Benji, his Aunt Petunia calls him. Mm. Um, Everybody, hope this uh, was doable. I mean, I've got two more options. We're going to try the fucking tomorrow, I guess, to uh, do a record on the uh, computer. And then I will try it on the phone as well and see how that goes. And uh, after that, the only thing I can fucking think of is... uh. I'll get like a Bluetooth microphone headset thing and, you know, see if that works any better using the phone because it seemed like the video quality and, you know, the connection was fine when I was using it on the phone. It was just the audio was kind of bullshit. Is that what you got from it? Yeah. So, I mean, other than that, uh, 
maybe oh go buy a 5g computer or something that could pick up wi-fi better and maybe i can get the 5g hotspot on my phone but yeah i don't know why all of a sudden the last couple weeks this just went to complete fucking bullshit so i mean i'm trying please <laughs> bear with me like i said as much as you guys hopefully get entertainment out of this, you know, we do this to promote our fucking businesses and to help get the word out there. And if my shit's just fucking garbage, then I guess we'll just be doing a uh, solo reviews on our own time and uh, wait until a uh, better internet comes to the old river. But, uh, yeah, I don't know as far as next as far as next week goes, it'll be our Christmas show and then we are fucking off till the 27th, I think it was, and that will be our last show of the year and we'll do our best and worst uh do all that. I don't know, maybe we'll do one more George Kennedy movie just to close it out and start anew when we come back on i want to say the seventh because uh it would be uh the next time we'd record i think that's new year's eve and then new year's day fuck that so we'll just take that bullshit off and then come back on the first real sunday of january but in between that time i'll still fucking do the tales from the crypt shit because that seems to record okay <laughs> i have no fucking idea but yeah uh, there might be a review or two go out in the meantime joe might hit me up and say he wants to do something so i mean there'll be shit going on uh maybe maybe the world ends or the internet mm-hmm. just stops altogether. we don't fucking know but uh hopefully you guys had a great week thanks for listening watching whacking off whatever the fuck you're doing to this shit uh hope your week and your holiday season's terrific all the jews out there i know hanukkah isn't one of your big fucking holidays but uh hey enjoy it hopefully you fucking get to spend time with your family and all that shit and just enjoy the togetherness so dwnproductions.net masks bus props custom work got oh i don't know maybe 25 percent of the black friday orders out already so i am chugging along hope to have them all out by the end of the month and uh yeah after that it's just getting ready for old trans world so we'll see how that goes joe you want to sell some shirts but not this one that i just remembered because i think you fucking lost the file or the screen or some shit don't have the screen i do not nice. know what the file is so uh, if you want one of these hurry the fuck up yeah uh fastcustomshirts.com tom mentioned it earlier we will also both be weather permitting at the houston horror holiday market uh the houston horror film festival holiday pop-up market going on this saturday december 16th 2023 at eureka heights build eureka heights brewing come on down and see such faces as the little girl from halloween four and five jason from part six 
someone from the purge and a couple more we will love to see you there at the houston horror film festival pop-up holiday market at eureka heights brewing houston texas there you go but i mean fastcustomshirts.com too you'd be a fucking idiot not to go there and at least buy eight shirts yeah do that now i guess uh but other than that yeah we'll we'll see you or as tom likes to say boy god a long december and there's reason to believe maybe this year will be better than last i can't remember the last thing that you said as you were leaving now the days go by so fast it's one more day up in the canyons and it's one more night in hollywood if you think that i could be forgiven i wish you would the smell of wind fiddles in winter feeling that it's all a lot of oysters but no pearls All at once you look across a crowded room To see the way the light attaches to a girl One more night up in the canyons And it's one more night in Hollywood if you think you might come to California, I think you should. Na na na. Na 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 na. Drove up to Hillside Manor sometime after 2 a.m. And talked a little while about the year. I guess the winter makes you laugh a little slower. Makes you talk a little lower about the things you could not show her. A long December and there's reason to believe Maybe this year will be better than the last I can't remember all the times I tried to tell myself Hold on to these moments as they pass It's one dead day up in the canyon And it's one more night in Hollywood 
It's been long since I've seen the ocean. I guess I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Na 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 na. Na na na. Na 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 na.